Where's your wife? Right there. Everybody's here. We all stick together. Except for Benny. Benny lives in the world now. How's it going, friends? This is In Madness Pod, episode five. We have reached our first handful of episodes. I'm proud of us. It's Sean the Butcher here with Vertebrae 33. What's up, buddy? I'm good. How you doing? How's everybody doing out there today? I would like to thank everybody who's been participating, listening, whether you're going to work, coming back from work, hanging out at the gym, wherever you're listening. Uh, make sure you tell your friends. Follow at In Madness Pod on all the socials. In Madness Pod at gmail.com. I'm getting better at checking the email. I'm getting better at checking everything. It's just right, we got some re- we got some reviews, Sean. There's some yeah. reviews that came in, and I think if you if you leave a review, it helps move us up the kind of mystical pod catcher logistics so i would say leave reviews and maybe we can kind of when we get a few we'll read them we'll read them on the show yeah we'll give you a shout out uh but this has been so much fun i'm glad we're on episode five uh this is Hmm. a pitch from you to me yes the the first one you have not seen so uh, I didn't want to. I, I didn't want to tell you anything before we started. So now that we've started officially, I definitely have seen this. It came out during the pandemic. Yes. So I was. I was okay. just. I was watching everything during the pandemic. So while I was watching this, I was like, "Oh, I've seen this movie before." So I had definitely seen it, and I was watching it for the second time. But again, for the first time, taking it in in a different way for this and what is the movie that we're alluding to so you have all of the information uh as you do every every week can you give us the information for what so we're, we're doing, doing 2020s the color out of space uh directed by richard stanley who also directed hardware and dust devil uh the ill-fated island of dr moreau film uh, which has a phenomenal documentary about how much that film fell apart um, and it was 20 years in his return to film. Uh, w- let's go into the cast. It's a it's a deep one. There's a there's a heavy duty animal cast in this film, and they all got names, Sean. So it's it's Nicolas Cage as Nathan Gardner, Joey Richardson as Teresa Gardner, Madeline Arthur as Lavinia Gardner, Brendan Meyer as Benny, uh, Julian Hilliard as Jack Gardner. Elliot Knight plays Ward Phillips. Tommy Chong coming in as a hero as Ezra. The unsung hero of the film, Sam the Dog, played by three different dogs. Uh, La- I can't pronounce this one. I think it's like Laia, L-A-I-A, Mina, and Afro. And there's G-Spot, the cat, played by Lucifer. Comet the Horse. Played by Ulysses. And then for the final stroke of animals, alpacas, because we got alpacas in this movie. Bruno, Oscar, Rowan, and Tor. So those are our lovely alpacas. So I got all the main characters' names. I don't have all the animals' names. Well, you know. Uh, but but something- Sam is a star. So what right? I did notice with this podcast we're doing, we're five episodes in and a running theme on this podcast has been <laughs> dogs uh 
and and other animals. It's it's been a very animal heavy uh, show. Even well, Lighthouse with seagulls. Uh, yeah. It's it's great how animals are very into this whole horror movie and sci-fi esque work. And I don't know how they do it, but even when Sam looks at things, it's like he's deep in thought about this insanity that's happening. Uh, the soundtrack is by Colin Stetson, a fantastic soundtrack. Uh, he's like a frequent collaborator with Arcade Fire and Bon Iver and others, and he did the soundtrack for Hereditary as well. Uh, so this this Colorado Space soundtrack is very trippy and weird sounds, and it's pretty pretty awesome to listen to. Uh, quick production note, it was filmed in Portugal. It's put out by Spectrovision, which is Elijah Wood's uh, company. They also made Mandy. And Daniel isn't real, which I've never seen, and I think I want to see because the trailer looked pretty amazing. Um, and I, I'm yapping a lot, but it, it's based off of a, a drum roll, an HP Lovecraft book, right? And it was published in 1927, and its first appearance was in Amazing Stories in September of 27. And this story has influenced. A lot of stories. It was his first real sci-fi slash horror story. Um, and there were other adaptions of it. A, a 1965 Die Monster Die with Boris Karloff, which is an, a very odd film. The Curse, 1987, with Will Wheaton and his sister. I think her name is Amy Wheaton. Uh, which has some pretty wild special effects towards the end. Makeups and lots of practical effects. And then 2008, it was a German film called The Color, Die Farb in German, black and white version. And then in 2018, it's not a direct um, adaption, but Annihilation really treads this ground. And that was based off another book. But um, that's one you were talking about doing. Yes. For a future episode, right? Yeah, I think it'd be great. And that's based off a series of books. And we could get into that down the line. But it definitely cuts into this premise and and we'll get it'll make more sense as we as we go into it quick question is, is this movie a is it a shutter exclusive because i've only watched it on shutter i've only known it to be on shutter or is it just i think so i, I mean i have it on shutter I, I bought the the 4k for it as well um but and, and, and the vinyl behind and me. i do have the vinyl of course yes i do have the vinyl soundtrack behind me right now it's beautiful um, but, but, you know, this is a huge book and it was a huge book. Uh, but, and I say book, it's more like a novella. It's not a very long story when Lovecraft wrote it. And, um, you know, we can get into kind of, as we go along, uh, some bunch of Lovecraft, uh, gnarly bits as we head into the movie. I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. So, um, like I said, I watched it during the pandemic but I was blowing through movies. So I kind of just blew through it. And I was like, ah, I didn't get it. I didn't get it too much because I was just half paying attention, you know? So then I watched it again for this. And again, again, I, it's going to be a running theme with this thing where I don't see the very clear point that maybe you knew about since the beginning of the movie. Maybe everybody did, but it takes me a while to catch on. So I watched this movie a third time. And I took an edible before I watched it. And let, <laughs> let me tell you, did I pay attention to every single frame in this movie 
from beginning to end. It took me like three hours to finish it because I kept rewinding. You need to pay attention. Every shot in this movie is very intricate and important to everything that is going on. Uh, and that is one of my favorite things. So you no longer need to worry because Vertebrae was very worried because I wouldn't give him my I had movie. no idea. I fucking loved this movie. Oh, I love it. And, you know, for just peek behind the curtain, we we don't talk about this stuff before we get on here. We, we can't kill the vibe. It's it's a natural reaction between the two of us. We may hit some films that one of us doesn't like, and we'll get to that. Uh, so you text me that you had seen it, and, and you sent a bunch of texts. Because and- I had just gotten done watching it, and I was still kind of tripping out. And I was like, I'm ready to go. Let's record right now. I wanted to get into it. There is okay, so this is a long movie. And like I've been saying with our podcast, the longer the movie, usually the longer the podcast. So let's not waste any more time. I want to get right into Absolutely. it. Uh, let's this is it. A color out of space, Nick Cage. I mean, you can't you can't really go wrong. Um, it opens up. All right. So and, and what I love is you my reactions in the comments dictate how I'm flipping out because I write in my comments, like what is going on? So we open up and it's a shot of trees, deep woods. And we hear our narrator. This is where deep woods, where no ax has ever cut. Right. And, and first I'll, I have to say is first thing you see out of the gate. And, and that's where you just said it. You have to pay attention to everything. It opens with these swaying trees and in, in the book, in, in the novella by Lovecraft, they allude to the fact that these trees may be swaying for no reason. Maybe there's no natural wind that's moving them around. He mentions that kind of throughout the story. One of the kids in, in the book, it's a meteorite crashes. It's three suns and they kind of go through this process and we can hit where it changes and 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 jumps around from there. But they allude to this. So the opening shot right away is these trees that are that are swaying and and you don't think anything of it when you first see it oh it's a dark movie and they'll just have these trees uh the trees slope fantastically there are spots where no light has ever touched so our guy who's narrating is the uh the land surveyor what is and that's right from the book by the way okay okay so the major difference is in the original book and i won't bore everyone with that too much but th- there's a character um who's in there and he he lives nearby and that's ami so there's no ezra it's ami and there's this surveyor and he's come to survey for for this reservoir that are going to do just like this and ami tells him this story so he's reflecting back to like hey because he arrives and he sees the aftermath and he's this whole story is him reflecting back or like Oh man, it was crazy, and like this is what happened, which they sort of twist in a way. So that whole opening passage is right from the book. Yeah, so he we we find out our narrator uh, is a land surveyor. He was told that this place was evil, and he was told this in Arkham, which is an old town filled with witch legends. Right, and which it, is a massive Arkham is in all throughout Lovecraft stories, and it's a fictional town that he made up in massachusetts i mean the first thing i think of is arkham asylum exactly 
but he it came from him and he worked it kind of into his stories and there's different themes and arkham is is there uh they say that this place calls to children hmm. uh, so then we get our opening shot and here we have our daughter who is down by the river lavinia who is a witch doing some doing, doing some goth stuff doing a seance um, calling upon fire, water, earth, ether, what have you, and um, she and and her name Lavinia is there's a, a another Lovecraft story called uh, the Dunwich Horror, and Lavinia Waitley is the mother of Wilbur Waitley in the story. So they they play around with the names. Our surveyor is Ward mm-hmm. Ward Phillips, and possible nod to charles dexter ward which is a previous story that lovecraft did and phillips is an obvious nod to howard phillips lovecraft hp lovecraft and lavinia is down by the river she's lighting the mom's hair on fire um she's doing this seance to rid her mom's body of cancer so then we got our land surveyor ward and he stumbles upon lavinia doing her seance and they're flirting, you know, they're doing their <laughs> thing back and forth right off the bat. Uh, He's like, hey, do you listen to the Sisters of Mercy? No. Yeah, yeah. Guessing if she's Wiccan or whatever kind of witch she is. Um, And she rides away on her horse. He notices she's got this pentagram tat on her foot. And yes, I was going to bring it up. I didn't catch it the first couple of times. The horse's name is Comet. Yes. Mm-hmm. And what and what did you notice Ward Phillips T-shirt? No, I didn't get that okay. deep. So what his t- <laughs> his t-shirt is a Miskatonic University t-shirt and Miskatonic University is all throughout Lovecraft stories. Uh it's in Herbert West, the reanimator. Um so it's all, all there at University in Arkham. They're in the hills west of Arkham here, so they're right there and he comes from the fancy kind of Harvard equivalent university. And then we see our other main characters are alpacas in the yard. <laughs> I don't know why, but we're never going to get through this movie. By no, the way. I, I know movie. you couldn't wait to talk about this fucking movie. <laughs> go off. Go. Alpacas make me laugh so much. And that was the only thing that took me out of this movie is they have these cute little haircuts. And even when they're trying to look sad, they just have like a when I was a kid, they called a permanent but there's just a perm like in the middle of their head and they're just like these but you knew immediately something's happening to these alpacas yes and, then and in the think... book there's four horses but in in this they're alpacas and i think that adds to the weirdness of this it does thing. because when again it it takes you out of it so much so because it's so bizarre that you've like you're like what the hell when has it ever been done why not why not give us our first evil alpaca, alpaca. yeah yeah, yeah. Alpa- so, how do you alpacas is that the plural that's the and as alpaca just one? or is it alpaca Gee, don't even get me started i'm i'm not even ready for this we got the alpacas out front nicholas cage uh dad uh nathan right nathan yes nathan. Uh, sitting on the porch drinking his coffee and he's bugging his daughter lavinia where she's yeah, he's here teenage daughter did you notice the uh, the mug so no oh, oh. go ahead go ahead <laughs> <laughs> on the bottom of the mug and i looked this up but it says aurora on the bottom of the mug which is a clear reference to the like the natural light display in the sky like aurora borealis high, high latitudes they got these lights in the sky and that's where we're headed in this movie 
So they give it, it's stamped on the bottom of the mug. I, I Googled like crazy to see if there was a company that made this Aurora mug or they just stamped on a different type of mug, but I think they did it. It's when you watch it now, you can't, you can't miss it. If you, when you watch it again, you'll see it right there, but you don't ever let me go too fast. If I ever skip over anything, I want you to get no. every bit of info in that you have ready. So and bug, go ahead. My collector bug tells me I want to try to find that mug. Yeah. But, yeah. But, but it's probably just something from, uh, you know, coals or something that they yeah. bought and had on the set but like i, I stamped it on there so he's bugging lavinia where's your horse gear mom's gonna freak out and then what happens mom comes out and she's freaking out where's your brother where's benny uh he's probably in the barn you know getting stone rats him out yeah uh but then you know <laughs> but then there's many in the barn getting stoned, smoking a dupe. So <laughs> yeah, she, she, she knew exactly what was happening. I also yeah. love her. Her hair is in this like triangle hair clip with purple streaks in, in her hair. Rodney's a, a, a vertebrae is a, a fan of uh, colored hair. Yeah. Well, uh, no, but it, I, I think it's this, the stuff in the sky. Yeah. Yeah. Part of the theme. Yeah. And the triangle transition and this and that. I think that's, but maybe I am. I know. I mean, I guarantee everything is connected. It has to be. Like I said, every frame in this movie is important in some way, shape, form, or fashion. So Benny found Grandpa's old glasses. Lavinia found Grandpa's old, uh, what is it? The compass, compass, which she was using in her seance down by the down by the river. <laughs> uh, she mentions to her bro, she met this land surveyor, Ward. He's kind of cute. <laughs> Flirting yeah. again. Yeah, ready to go. Did you think she was a, a practicing like witch, or did you think she was just a teenage girl who was just messing around? And in the beginning, teenage girl messing around. At the end, I'm damn near ready to blame her for everything that happened in this movie because of this seance she's doing right now. Mm. Uh, so yeah, she met the land surveyor. He's kind of cute. Okay. Now, this is what I didn't catch the first couple of times. She mentions he's surveying something for the water, though. Not sure why. Okay, sure. Just a line. Just listening, just watching a movie. Then we meet the young brother, Jack-Jack, who's looking down the well. In the <laughs> Did you call him Jack-Jack? Is his name Jack-Jack? It's Jack, but they call him Jack-Jack, right? <laughs> I think so. They, so I think looking, so. Yeah, he's looking down the well. Why are you looking down the well? Oh, uh, Nick Cage, uh, Nick, uh, Dad, Nathan said to uh, get water. Oh, he can see stars down in the water. Uh -huh. uh, but he's also supposed to get water out of the well. Again, I'm like, okay, water, more water. Uh, but dad did too much acid back in the day. That's why he's seeing stars in the water. Uh, but he couldn't untie the rope, so he wasn't able to get the water from the well. But the, right now, the water's, I mean, it's dirty water, I would assume. It's so this is good. Yeah, I couldn't imagine water from a well ever being clean. I don't understand well water till this day. None of it makes any sense to me. Uh, yeah, I, I think I, the stars is just a reflection from the sky. Yeah, probably. yeah, 100%. They're already tripping out. Uh, so but they're, they're they're very just now they're very just a family and they've moved to this farm they've been there about a year i think yeah the, yeah. the story in the book lasts much longer than this it goes through seasons mm -hmm. so we deal with this the aftermath of this over a period of seasons 
Well, this is where my brain starts catching on because she's like, oh, you know, Ward, the land, the water surveyor is looking around immediately. The frame after is Jack Jack looking down the well, talking about the water. Mm -hmm. And then immediately the frame after that, we have water getting poured into a cup. Yes. All of this I watched multiple times and it never clicked with me until this final time where I was watching it tripping out and wrote in my notes, what the hell is up with this water? No accident. No, no accident in this movie. This water is very, all of the water in this movie is very important. Did not know that the first couple of times. So we got the fam eating dinner, bickering about dinner. Eating well, wait, duck. so the mom is up in the at their large yes. attic yes. and she's working on the computer. So they've clearly, she was ill. She had cancer. They've moved there to the dad's farm and she's working from this attic and they can't kind of, kind of get it to work right for her. In that attic is this really big, like triangle shaped window. window. So we saw the triangle before with Lavinia and the hair clip. Now we oh see it here. It's kind of just this thing yeah. going on. And, yeah. and that attic obviously plays a big role later on. I didn't even uh, notice the triangle. Thing. They, Genius. Really. They come downstairs and, and dad serves. Do you remember what he served? It's a, it's a melange of duck <laughs> oh, and, and something else. So it's a cas cassoulet dish, a French dish. And they say like originally like a peasant dish or something like that. But it originated in this, this town in France called Ca Castle Naudry, I'm going to say. And it was during the British, the war, the hundred years war with the British. And you just kind of threw what you had together, right? A casserole kind of thing that we would have. And I guess they had a really good victory. So then everybody just wanted to have this castle ole dish where I'm butchering it, but have it from there on after. And Jack Jack loves duck and Nick Cage looks right back at him and goes, Everybody loves duck. <laughs> so mom runs downstairs. She's pissed. Her food's getting cold. The router doesn't work. This router, this router, this running theme of this router. This is like my life. Do you uh, think that router is a dish? You think it's a satellite dish? Because they're kind of in. He's mentioned, he's like, I'll go fix. I'll go fix the dish. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's right. So it was a dish. Life in the sticks. <laughs> <laughs> and then they go. <laughs> Uh, 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 so they're, you know, they're, they're talking about the alpacas in the yard. Yeah. Uh, and he says, do you remember what Nicolas Cage says to her? They're the animal of the future. Yeah. But what does he say when they're outside? Cause after this, they go outside and have their little touching moment. What, uh, Nick and his wife. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're outside recollecting on how they are becoming like their parents right now. Yes. This is also very important. Because yes. throughout the movie, they become their parents, which is incredible to see. Maybe um, they become everything all at once mm. in some way, shape, or form. Because this movie warps your, your forward, your back, your time. I, I, your, we're we're going to get into all existence. of this. And he says to her, the dream, the dream you dream together is reality. Right? And that is a John Lennon quote. So we throw in a, a little John Lennon quote there. Um, they're outside recollecting on this. He, he's talking, Nick Cage is talking about his his dad and how much of a dick he was and does this like little impression of his dad, which let's just be honest and knock it out right now and not mention it again. But it is very Donald Trumpy, this impersonation thing that, that Nick Cage is doing. It's I think so. And I think when he gets a little crazy. 
he switches he and he gets flips. that voice yes. again. Yes, he has these waves of like he's Nick Cage or he's Nathan, and then he's his dad, who's just got this really dicky tone to him. But that's what I reflected it to. That's how I remembered when I saw this movie. I was like, oh yeah, Nick Cage does that thing. But it is, it's his dad being a dick, and they're recollecting on that. Uh, and then Nick Cage tries getting it in. You know, they haven't, it's been six months, you know, and she's not about it. She's not feeling like herself because she's got cancer. Uh, but they're they're proud to be out of the big city. They're living their dream. Um, and then we got the big shots of the dark woods. All right. The long shot of the house. The long shot of the house. There's a lot of movies I feel like that get referenced in this movie. Yes. And the long shot of the house constantly reminds me of Evil Dead. Evil Dead, it has a little bit of Halloween to yes. it. I was going to ask if this house was another house from something else, like from Krampus, that we should know about. <laughs> it's in one of the snow globes. Yeah, yeah. Hey, who knows? Who knows? So here we go. We cut to the daughter in bed. She's asleep. We got the brother in his room. He's looking at outer space on his computer, uh, yes. drinking what I thought was vodka, but... But but since the heavy water theme in this movie, I guess it's just a glass of water. Right. And on his wall says no flesh shall be spared, which is Mark 13 Bible quote. And it's also in Richard Stanley's other movie hardware that he did way back in the day. So so it's it's a nod to that. Every frame of this movie is important. Uh, Nick Cage is upstairs with his wife to trying to get it in. She's not feeling it. She's sick. She's just not. They're not. A, she's not about it. Uh, then we got Jack Jack in bed and the house starts shaking. He's and freaked out by that fuzzy pterodactyl hanging up, too. Yeah, that starts shaking around. Then Nick Cage, uh, our dad and our, and our mother start getting it in. But Vinny is in bed listening to some death metal or black metal or some witch metal or whatever she's listening to. And then we get our shot of the sky, this big ring, this pink purple ring in the sky beginning to glow. And, and what's in the bed with Lavinia? She's got books. And did you notice one of the books? The main character book, the Necronomicon? Yes. Which, another. which is a Lovecraft you know, story thing that he had. It's a, a fictional book. I, I think Evil Dead again in my life. I thought that was a real book for sure. I remember they sold that, that exact copy. I remember seeing that at the bookstore and I was, I, I think I was afraid to even read it because I was like, Oh my God, this, what is this going to do? It's going to summon some mystical beasts or something. If I read this out loud. Uh, but I knew people that swore by it. They'd like bought copies and burned candles and read passages. So she's, she's headed down that path right here. And that's, you know, that's a fictional book. Lovecraft, made it up um some people say oh it's real but no it was he made that up and that runs through a lot of movies that runs through a lot of his other stories other writers stories and it's taken on kind of a life of its own and while all this is going down jack jack steps out of his room and then we got sam the family dog he knows what's up he sam knows something's snarling going. he is ready to go everything turns purple pink and the dog lunges, but everything cuts, and we don't know what happens. Um, then we just see the brother, uh, Benny, 
He's at his computer at his desk, and there's this big gob of spit hanging down. He's oh like yeah, having, he's drooling. He's having a, a seizure. He's like a catatonic. Yeah, he's having something. He's like he's spaced out at his desk. The daughter's in bed. Uh, mom and dad still getting it in. No, this purple pink light is not stopping them from one second for having some having some sex. Uh, and Jack Jack's in the hallway, covering his eyes, and we get this purple burst of light. Uh, and boom, everything shakes. The house shakes. Mom and dad get interrupted from banging. Jack Jack screams this blood curdling, like horrifying scream. And we see we we get a shot of the lovely alpacas at one point basked in the purple light as well. At that point, <laughs> you know, that's what takes me out of the movie because there's these cute alpacas with their fancy haircuts. Cute for now, yes. Uh, and they're they're comforting Jack Jack. Uh, and then we find our other character in this movie, the big purple asteroid that's sitting in the yard. And, and you know what's funny is, although this is purples and pinks and, mm-hmm. and they play with those colors, in, in the story, it's difficult. It's color that they can't describe. describe. Yeah, And they're only just calling it color in lieu of another name because there's no other way for them to describe it. But that being said, picking the colors that they picked for this work beautifully phenomenal yeah and i was tripping out i felt like what they were going through i was going through i was spaced the hell out watching this <laughs> uh and nick cage uh, our dad nathan i'm gonna keep calling him nick cage i mean it's nick cage he's like it smells blech, blech. he can't stand the smell of it but it only seems like he's the only the one. one who smells it yeah um mom's right like there's something wrong with jack he's on the couch he's not talking Mom wants to take him to the hospital. Dad's like, no, no, no. It's over an hour away. And, so, and two, who was the first one to get to the meteor when it landed? Sam, the dog. Oh, he's, yeah, yeah. He was standing he's out there, there get already. Out here, get out of here, Sam. He's our dog hero. Uh, Dad pours himself a drink. He smells something. What is that smell? Uh, and then, boom, Jack-Jack snaps out of it. My head and hurts. Th- did you notice like this Nick Cage's personality starts to almost change right here, right here where he grabs a drink because yes, he seems very callous considering he was there having a thoughtful moment about the farm and their family and worried about what, how his daughter's riding on the horse. And then here it just kind of clicks almost immediately. And he's like, he pours himself a drink and and mother's like, really, this is what you do now. And he's like, considering the situation, what else can I do? (laughs) a lot uh so that we got the next morning i guess this is the mayor shows up yes and the asteroids smoking in the front yard and this is very this part is very 80s to me this this movie seems to cover a, a lot of different ground and it's very beautifully shot at points very trippy very strange lots of practical effects which i know you love Oh, with them, yeah, yeah. Quirk, quirky, uh, lots of quirky parts. This scene seems very eighties. This seems very they they could care less. They come in, they check it oh, out. They, they do not wrong. care. The mayor's like, uh, "You should have sold me this land." He's telling the cops what happened. This pink light, and he's like, bleh, bleh. "He's still choking, like he's gonna vomit." But there's other people there, and nobody else is choking like he's choking. Um, and then our land surveyor, Ward Phillips, shows up, a hydrologist, hydrologist, sorry, I'm an idiot. And he's instantly th- the smartest guy in the entire movie. Yes. 
Uh, Much like in Gremlins, when they take when they take Gizmo to the high school science teacher, everyone instantly starts asking Ward every science related question. Well, jokingly, Ward asks Lavinia if this happened because of her ritual. Yes. Ha 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 ha! Quick line in passing. Me, me, yes. I think yes, one hundred percent. I'm saying yes. Really? So the I'm first saying couple, yes. First couple times I saw it, I, honestly, I didn't. I didn't think that. I thought I'm probably wrong. I'm always wrong. I'm just saying me. But yeah. I did look at stuff online, and people really connected that up to be how it went. Because I could be wrong. But I, I, I thought she was just messing around. But she is the one that has a different fate than everyone else. So hey. Uh, but she's flirting back and forth with them. Yeah, come on, let's go see the asteroid. She brings him over to the meteorite, and he's asking the mayor if he can get some help. This is Nick Cage, and she's beefing. This is uh, try the hospital in Arkham. Yeah, isn't there one closer? Uh, welcome to life in the sticks. And they've been there like a year, so she's like are delivering that line after they've been there a year. Yeah, they clearly know her. You should have sold me this property. She seems pissed. It seems like there's prior beef with the mayor. Well, I think if they're surveying the land for a reservoir. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Then maybe they wanted to sell that prop them to buy that property so they could expand that yeah. reservoir uh-huh. and not have to dance around them. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he probably was like, nope, we're going to move my family there. Uh, but he sends Lavinia into the house. Go. Go in the house. Uh, mom says she's throwing, uh, yeah. So, so she walks in the house and she's like, who, who is that? Oh, that's the land surveyor ward. And she goes, well, you look like you're throwing yourself at him. Oh. Look at how you dress. And this is mom turning into her mother. Now we see it immediately, immediately, uh, pisses off the daughter, daughter, uh, Lavinia walks away. Um, and then they're all looking at the meteor and, and then Benny, the smart one, two good points. Uh, is, is it radioactive? Like kryptonite? And, and what does Nicholas Cage say? Oh God, I hope not. Yeah, he says, "Christ, I hope not." Which, which is hilarious because it's that's a clear reference to his the failed Superman movie. Him that, being Superman, that, I did that, think that. that he was going to be. In. I did think that. And so then that, ben, yeah, which I is did. a phenomenal documentary, by the way. That that Superman uh, thing that never happened, but that was a clear. I, I didn't catch that until I saw it the third time. I just thought yeah. it was a kryptonite. I joke thought that was a nod to it, definitely. Uh, but then Benny asks, maybe it's valuable. And then Nick's, Nick Cage is like, whoa, I didn't think of that either. Uh, but don't mind this. Yeah, we got this flaming asteroid in our yard. We got to go milk the alpacas. <laughs> so they go walk away and Ward's there. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a weird know. scene. This is a yeah. weird. They're very, scene. very weird. And Ward's like, what? So then we cut. There they are. We got uh, Nick Cage. We got the son, Benny. We got Ward sitting in the thing, shooting this alpaca milk into the bucket. Uh, and and yeah. like he shoots once and the, and the son's like, nice shot, dad. Thanks, Benny. <laughs> like, and, and even Ward is. So I think like this is when like they're getting weird. Yeah, they're starting yeah. to get weird. And then he offers Ward some and then he's like, I'm lactose intolerant. A full. It's like a ladle, but it's not. It's bigger than a ladle. It's like a cup and fresh <laughs> out of the teat. And Nick Cage is like, suit yourself and just gobbles <laughs> this shit up. Uh, so then we cut to Lavinia, uh, super upset in her room. She's pinching herself. Um, and Ward's like, who else lives on the property? 
So, you know, Ezra, our squatter, I don't know if he's going to talk to you. He's special. Yeah. And then a storm begins to roll in. The unsung hero of this film. Yeah. Ezra. But we see these shots of a storm kind of rolling in, clouds rolling in. Terror is looming over this over this area. Uh, we show up at Ezra's house, and it's Tommy Chong, man. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> and, so but the cool. character in the book, Ami, is married and lives nearby um, and, and has been checking in on the Gardner family because this process t- takes much longer. Um, he's definitely is definitely not by himself and just like living on this cool. I'm not going to call it a shack, but this this cool setup that he has. I mean, going. I'm going to call it a shack. It's a fort. Can it be a fort? Yeah, Can we call it's it a something. Fort? Ezra was an ex electrician, and he's got these cameras all over his property. So he was an ex electrician. There's a cut scene, and in that scene, it's an extended version of when we meet him. He says he was an electrician. At Spivey Point hmm. from the fog. Remember in the beginning oh, of the fog, Spivey shit. Point. Wow. And they've made no bones about them loving Carpenter films and in particular The Thing, but there's a fun little reference. It's I in mean, the extended version of the scene, but not in there. I know why you picked this movie. This is like The Thing, but for 2020, essentially. Uh, it is very much Thing. Yeah, this is I- like if I just made a movie, I think. <laughs> I, I I might have cut out the the milk in the alpacas. The alpacas, but you gotta let the audience know that they're getting weird. Yeah, it's getting weird. Uh, so they knock on the door, and Chong is there, and he knows. Hey, you're the land surveyor. I know you. The land surveyor doesn't know Ezra, but Ezra knows him. Uh, Ezra says a lot of birdies told him. There's a lot of birdies in this forest, and then he offers him a hit of his joint. You want a hit? I didn't think you want one. <laughs> Uh, where's g-spot the cat isn't it funny a pussy named g-spot yeah that's very 80s movie that that joke uh so we asked him you want a bit of the java i figured he was gonna pour him some coffee it's not coffee he says like don't mind the ale i guess it's the water don't mind the h2o it's gone a little brackish oh more water 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 all over this bitch mind you i watched this movie multiple times didn't notice a water theme not even once i'm slow you have to you have to yeah <laughs> with me uh but ward can't smell it you smelling this i can't smell anything it's probably just rust from the pipe um there's been this problem with the well but only in the summer so he's like i take this up i could run some tests on it yeah sure take the water big storm boom boom lightning everything cracking boom and then we and hitting it. the meteor and in the book it says that it hit it of like a purpose and it was i i think he gave it a number lovecraft gave it six times that the lightning struck i didn't go back and count if it was maybe this, it's it maybe. was close to it uh the lightning is cracking onto this asteroid in the yard lavinia's outside in the rain watching this happen perhaps conjuring it some might say well, yeah. she feel it feels like she's like kind of like it's coming, it's here it is. It's she it's says it's and... it's calling the lightning. I think she says something yes. like that. Yes. Uh, okay. Now here we go. Here we go. This is when I'm tripping out. Mind you, we're into the movie and I am flipped right now. And this scene happens. This was one of the scenes where I had to stop and rewind multiple times. We got Ward. He's testing this water. 
he tests the water. He puts the dipper in the water and he pulls the dipper out and it's red. And yeah. then it turns this pinkish purplish color. Well, so we see oh, now we start seeing that all, all over, all over the place. Um, he's listening to his radio. The radio gets warped and staticky. He gets a call on the phone. He can't hear anything on the phone. It's scrambled. He hears a noise in the bushes. All right. He puts his flashlight on. And in the glow of the flashlight, there's like this. I I I think I saw like a predator like like that clear kind of figure. I don't know what I saw. You see like something in something's forming, unforming, coming together. Um, throughout this movie, I feel like we're crossing over into time and the time is unclear. So I don't know what we're seeing there. If it's the vestiges of another person, other than time, is it somebody else in that form? Cause they really mess with that time. Uh, then the lights turn on on the car behind him. Right. And he's reading. And, I, and you know, I'm going to tell you what book he's reading. Oh, so when he's sitting down before all the, yeah. Well, he holds it up when the car lights oh, okay. come on. He holds it up to block and it's clear, clear as day. And it's a novella called The Willows. And it's, it's written by Algernon Blackwood. And he was a huge influence on Lovecraft. And Lovecraft considered that story, and I got a quote here, to be the finest supernatural tale of English literature. And we, we won't go into the willows, but it's two friends on a canoe trip and in the willows and the trees, their stuff swaying. And surprise, surprise, he writes that the trees move and sway without noticeable wind. So Lovecraft borrowing this, which a lot of these writers did at the time from each other, and the willows is... The, this supposedly phenomenal phenomenal story and so he's reading it right there not a probably not a great book to read while you're you know sitting in the woods by yourself i mean in his defense he didn't know things were about to get real but uh this is one of the most educational episodes of in madness <laughs> pod yet i love it sponsored by your local library yeah uh the lights from the car turn on he locks it with this book um, they shut off. The radio turns on, okay? And the rain starts falling, okay? And it's falling in his mouth. And he's like, he, you could tell, he's like, something's up with the water here. And he covers his mouth so the rain doesn't get in it briefly. And again, I watched this movie multiple times and did not notice that. Mm. Uh, so that freaked me out. I was like, What? is up with the water it's something with the water i can't believe i watched this movie so many times and didn't notice the entire theme is water it's one big commercial for bottled water yeah yeah for poland spring uh then we cut to our shot of this gaping hole in the ground the meteor has disappeared but even before that we see the well and there's like some sort of salamander lizard, lizard thing red with pink yeah with purpley stripes on it yeah um and that's we'll see the animals get affected that's in in the original story as well they stumble upon some woodchuck these kids and it's it's kind of deformed there's supposedly a rabbit that runs across the road in front of somebody's um uh wagon which in this something runs across in front of somebody's car yeah. um and the rabbit kind of runs a little odd and stuff like that so i think it's 
already affecting nature. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's our next thing here is the meteor is missing. There's a gaping hole in the ground. And also, did you plant these flowers? There's red flowers growing all over the place. No, maybe they're perennials. They're by the well. Most of these perennials are surrounding the well. And the media pulls up to the house. They're talking, oh, here we go. Here we go with the crap. <laughs> this is one of my favorite parts. And we cut to Nick Cage, I guess, after this. And he's watching himself on the news with a drink in his hand. Jesus Christ, could nobody give me a comb? His hair's all winging out on the side. His hair's freaking out. He sounds like he's drunk. He, I, I had a drink. I like this whiskey from Texas. Uh, UFO, UFO witness. I didn't say UFO witness. You said UFO witness. And this moment, here we go, is the last pleasant moment in this film for anybody. We are shutting this bitch down. If you, this is one of the many blood sprays in the face of a child that this movie holds because yes. it holds more than one. Uh, we got Mom Dukes in the kitchen. And she's cooking us our dinner. Breaks open this egg and this bloody ass yolk and dead little chicken falls in the bowl. But we cut away from that clip really quick because what are we even seeing? What is going on? Uh, she's cutting carrots. Chop, 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 chop. And Nick Cage is watching himself on TV. Go get your mother. Go get your mother. Jack Jack goes in. Mom. She looks at him. Does a chop down. Flat chops her fingers off, blood sprays all over Jack Jack's face, and then she puts her hand up and she's like, "Dinner's ready." And there's two fingers missing. Yes, and she's completely like mindless to it. Yeah, um, which I don't know is possible for that to happen, but it it gets us into the sprays blood all over Jack Jack. This kid's like seven years old of this movie, and then even. Just sort of the next parts, how it's being handled, and the time gets really warped here. Everything, and this is, the, and my mind does too, and so do my notes. I have such wild notes from here on. I mean, even more wild than they already. And were. I think people can excuse us if we lose spaces in certain parts in this because it, it it's intended to have you lose. So we're you don't know who's tripping. I'm like, is he tripping or is he tripping or are they both tripping or am I? It's crazy. So we're going to the hospital. We got to take care of mom and Uh, the alpacas. Take care of the alpacas. I want them in by 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock, not a minute later. I feel like that's his I feel like that's his thing. Like maybe they moved to this farm and she's got this successful career, but like he he invested his money in these alpacas and he's got to find a way to make it work. Because it's a bad investment because in the beginning of dinner, the daughter's like, why did you even get them? And the whole family's like, don't bring that up. Yeah, and there's a conversation like, about alpaca meat. Yeah, and you could tell Nick Cage is immediately like, ugh. Yeah, dad made a mistake. He he ran into a shady alpaca salesman who talked him in to these four cute alpacas. He went to the Mogwai dealer, but instead of Mogwais, he got alpacas. <laughs> Uh, so the sister's pissed off because Benny has been left in charge because he's the man of the house. Uh, so he's walking around with the alpacas to put them away. But the dog is looking at the alpacas mm-hmm. like they're shady. Okay. And then this scene, this quick 
0.3 second scene that I didn't notice the first couple of times I watched it. He puts the alpaca in the barn and the alpaca goes up to a bucket of water and drinks the bucket drinks of water. water. More water. We're I transferring that evil all over the place. Mm, so the si- sister comes outside. I guess. I guess. Okay. I guess it's the next day. The sister comes outside and she's like, what the hell, bro? Why didn't you put the alpacas away? And he's like, I, I did. I, I did. What, why are they out again? And then this insane see- movie, this is the one part I don't understand. The alpacas are- being out again? Yeah. How are they? How are they opening? Who, a lot of weird shit starts happening. The gate? Did he not put him in there? Who did knows? they get it? Who knows? Yeah. And it gets weirder. It keeps getting weirder. And I love I the weirder it gets, the more I am like falling deeper and deeper into this well with them as they are. I felt like I lived this movie with them while I was watching. Yes. Uh, then here we go. We see Jack Jack in front of the well whistling. <laughs> Lavinia sits down next to him and this motherfucker goes, shh, it's talking to me. <laughs> not, not he, not she. It's talking to me. And then she goes, what's talking to you? The man in the well. <laughs> like, I'm freaking out. <laughs> I'm freaking out. So Lavinia freaks out. She gets up and walks away. And then she begins to hear this whistling from the well. Yeah, she hears it too. And and then we get a shot of that well. And the first time you see it, you almost expect to see something come out of it. Well, yeah. So, yeah, the phone rings. She runs in. It's dad on the phone. It's all scrambled. She can't hear it. There's more red flowers around the well. Jack Jack's looking in the well. And yeah, what does he see? What you Can you tell me what the hell is in this well? He's I seen something happen in this well. Some sort of pod? It's a nest? A, a, a thing? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it Yeah, it hatches open. And I guess uh, like it's a purple praying mantis with like yes. butterfly beautiful, things. Beautiful praying mantis. And a nice shot that they have in there where they zoom right in on the face of it. And 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 this is a theme in the book, too. Just animals being distorted and things being weird colors that aren't supposed to be there. And it takes place. This is a quick period. Well, we think it's a quick period of time. In the book, it's more seasonal. And they're dealing with, oh, it's now the winter. And this happened. And there's snow on the ground. And this weird thing happened as well. But this is... This is a beautiful uh, praying mantis. I'd like that as a, a paperweight on my yeah. desk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you should get like a little, a little pop, Funko Pop, purple praying mantis. I don't think they have it. They don't. They they should make one. Hopefully they're fans of In Madness Pod and they get You get it. the well like it could be a set. Yeah, yeah. So it's it comes out, it stares at Jack-Jack, it flies away. Now in my notes here, I have hold on to your shit because it's about to get nuts. Okay. Mm. This is another reason this movie took me forever to watch because I stopped and rewound and studied every frame of this scene because not one cut goes by that doesn't have something important in it. Our first scene is here. We have TV rain forecast next four days rain more water. Not good. The TV starts flashing purple. We got Lavinia doing the dishes. According to this clock on the wall that they show, they don't just show this clock for no goddamn reason. The clock looks like, I think it says 1120 AM. Mm -hmm. She's cleaning this knife. 
covered in blood. Don't puke. Don't puke. We hear the clock ticking slow down. Boom, 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 boom. Purple flash. We cut to the water coming out of the faucet. Didn't realize this the first couple of times I watched it, but these two little worm hair water things come out of the faucet too. Yes. Well, I think it's that's kind of, I guess that would be what happens in the shower with him and definitely has those colors. You know, the, the, the color described in the book, like I, I have a quote from it, is that it's um, displayed shining bands unlike any known color. So I thought of that because of these shining bands. It could be bands of whatever in there. Colors of the normal spectrum. Um, and the scientists are, are studying it in the book. And they say there was much breathless talk of new elements, bizarre optical properties, and other things which puzzled men of science and just didn't get it so yeah. we, we see that throughout this these color bands these shining bands of shimmering light but it was incredible to see these water things come out and not notice it the first couple of times but then it shoots back to the clock and now it's 4 45 yeah so you're talking a flash of light just happened and now we're five hours and 25 minutes later and the sink is still running. The mm -hmm. faucet is still running. There's water all over the floor. The water is now blood because the bloody ass knife in the sink. Mm -hmm. It's all over the floor. The phone rings again. You hear Nicolas Cage, our dad yelling, screaming again, but it's hard. It's in, it's out. You can't really hear it. So I wonder, having the third watch of this or fourth watch was since we're playing with time and space and where we're headed, is that like one of his later freakouts that he has? Is she hearing that? The future, yeah, with her witchy seance stuff and she can, she can yeah, yeah, because he is. He has that, his dad's tone of voice that he was using earlier. And he's and you can hear him cutting in and out of that on the phone, or what she thinks she heard because her mind, so her mind is being warped. Everybody's mind is being warped. This and is his water. So dad's sense of smell is being warped. Her yeah. hearing is kind of being warped in, yeah. in this way. Yeah. So um, I, and her I, and her tum tum, her stomach's growling. She's yeah. puking. Uh, there's a knock on the door and it's Ward and here she comes. She looks like she woke up from the worst bender ever. <laughs> she's like, hello? And he's like, oh my God. Uh, don't drink the water. It's contaminated. He's uh, the most serious hydrologist. Yeah, say hydrolog the word for me. Hydrologist, yeah. I, I can't say it. I think it's hydrologist. That yeah. you've ever met. He's so um, serious about don't it. Don't drink the water. It's contaminated. She's like, yeah, sure. Runs away and she goes to puke. And Ward's like, God damn it. And then he turns around and he sees Jack-Jack's crazy ass in the front yard. What are you doing? <laughs> He's staring at the well. He walks over. What are you doing? I'm playing with friends. Just staring at the well. And then laughs like he <laughs> just heard a joke from the well. The, the kids and the animals always figure it out first. Oh, my God. Always the creepiest. So he walks over to uh, Ezra. 
goes knock on his door and check on him. And Ezra is on his knees with like a stethoscope sort of device, listening to the ground, drinking a cup of very dark water. Uh, Ward asks, where's G-Spot? I haven't seen her since all this started. Mm-hmm. Since what started? Shh. You can hear them down there. So is that the voices that Lavinia is hearing on the phone? I mean, hear Maybe. who? And then he gives him the headphones and Ward listens. And Ezra, Ezra says, I can hear them when I sleep shuffling around. Mm. I knew no one would believe me unless I got it on the Memorex. <laughs> He's got the reel to reel recording in his uh, shack. Uh, and then so Ward, okay, so Ward's, I feel like Ward's hearing is affected. So Ward, he was smelling the water. He's like, I can't smell anything. Then he's listening to this to this thing from Ezra, and he's like, what am I supposed to be listening for? He doesn't seem to hear it. Ezra goes, the people under the floor, dude, the aliens. Now, Ward is the only one who hasn't drank the water. But it was raining on him. It doesn't. So, okay. So it doesn't matter. I don't think it matters because of this line right here. Ward's like, yeah, it's probably the geothermal activity. Hmm. Ezra goes, nah, they came on the rock. It's not out there. It's in here. It's in the static, in the moisture. Up is down. Fast is slow. What's in here is out there, and what's out there is in here now. That's some Willem Dafoe lighthouse shit. Uh, <laughs> so good. It doesn't matter. I think it is. It's it's the water. It's 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 everything. I feel like it's I feel like the water is is heavy focus on it, but I feel like that whole area is just got this aura of it doesn't matter. Yeah. And you're yeah. affected whether you want to be or not. You're, you're absorbed in. Maybe the water pushes it further along because you're ingesting it because Ward is really the one who's the rock throughout this. And he's not really affected by this stuff at all. So then so now again, who's tripping out? Ward's not convinced. I'll get back to you tomorrow morning. Ezra's like, dude, it's already morning. Okay, okay, we see that it is morning because there's light outside. And Ward's like, yeah, whatever you say, dude. So who's tripping? Are we tripping? Is Ward tripping? Is Ezra tripping? Like, I can see that it's daytime. They're saying that it's daytime. One dude says it's daytime. Another dude doesn't notice that it's it's, it's trippy as hell. I love it. Ward says he's going to keep an eye out for G-Spot. Ezra goes, you may see her, but you won't recognize her. <laughs> God damn, what is going on in this movie? Insanity. Insanity. And then we cut to them. Speaking of insanity, we cut to Nick Cage. Singing opera. Opera in his car to his wife who just chopped her fingers off. Like, he seems like he's fl- he's freaking, he's, he's done. He's Jack Nicholson in The Shining. He is off the deep end. But but is he because he's Nicolas Cage? So like you can't really tell what's what's sane and what's not. But I think they did a good job of establishing him in the beginning as sane. Maybe yes. he made some bad uh, alpaca business choices. Everybody okay, got, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. But we don't see him do anything weird or crazy until after the meteor hits. 
everyone else is kind of doing normal stuff. So while his his dickhead ass is singing opera to his wife, who's just been chopped fingers off, sitting in surgery, getting her fate, whatever, he's singing opera. What um, what a bad move! I, I don't know how long they were married, but geez, uh, chill out, like, man. She's again pissed off about her clients. Oh, I'm gonna lose so many clients and work. <laughs> Uh, and then, boom, they slam the brakes because this mutant cat-looking thing crosses the road. <laughs> and they're freaking out. Did you see its eyes? What was that? I, I think that was G-Spot. That was G-Spot. And th- this movie does a good job of telling us something and delivering it immediately. Yeah, immediately. So you don't Cutting to a shot from water to this water to that. They They tell us that right away. And it took me multiple times of getting it, of watching it to understand that. I'm slow again. Uh, mom's freaked out. She wants to call home. And Jack's just sitting at the well. And the dog sits next to him. Okay. Love this dog. Dog sniffs him. You hear a whistle. You see a bright pink purple light. And the dog snarls and runs into the light. And then you just hear Sam again with this damn podcast and this theme of just slaughtering dogs. You hear this dog get tore up so happy we didn't see it yeah you hear it it's not pleasant to listen to either um but jack is still sitting there just mesmerized as all this is happening like he can see it happening but he can't because it's in the light but he's just it's creepy and the reflection of the light off they zoom in on his face they're flashing light on his glasses everything phenomenal Um, and lavinia is in bed she's listening to music but even with her earbuds in, she can hear the whistling. So she's creeping around the house. She goes into Benny's room. She's staring at the computer, tripping out, getting sick to her stomach. Uh, but then Benny shows up. What are you doing in my room? The strangest what is she thing on the computer. It was weird. I don't know what it looked like a zoom in of an eye pupil, but it yeah. also looked like a planet. So yeah. I couldn't tell if it was an eyeball or a planet, but she's looking at it and nothing's really happening. It's just like this really high tension music and like, and he has a lava lamp next to the computer and it's got like multiple colors in the lava lamp as well. Like going around. It's not just like one solid color lava lamp. Is it the color crazy. out of space? Yeah. Maybe he's saving a piece uh, like the blob. Uh, Wait, where are those lava lamps? Sell us those lava lamps. I used to have a lava lamp. Did you? Yeah, when I, I think was in seventh grade. I think I've had, I, I think I might have had one. I, I feel like I had an orange, maybe it was orange or something. I think mine was blue. It was blue. Do yeah. you still have it? No, no. Those things go bad after a while, I think. What do they do? Just dry up? Uh, yeah, I think the liquid inside just goes bad after a while. <laughs> if you know anything about lava lamps, send us uh, all the Let us know. knowledge. And, and, and the liquid in my lava lamp has gone brackish. At In Madness Pod on all the socials <laughs> so benny's like the strangest thing happened i was outside and it was daytime and then all of a sudden it was nighttime and i felt like i got lost and then they both hear this whistling now and the phone rings again and it's scrambled again the lights flicker we got jack outside standing in the driveway and here come mom and dad and they are pissed off why is jack outside Lavinia's like, something's going on here. <laughs> there was a sound. I was sick. You called up. You yelled at me. They're like, what? Yeah. I tried calling you. I couldn't get through. 
uh, and then he does his dad's voice, his like dickish voice. Yes, a lot of hand movements when he's speaking to them. Alpacas, they are alpacas. <laughs> so he's yelling about the alpacas. He goes to collect them because they're out. And again, Benny thinks he like he's like I put them away. What is going on? Should we warn them? <laughs> Lavinia's like warn them about what? They don't even know what to tell them because they don't know how to explain what the hell is going on. So when we get Nick Cage, he goes back upstairs with the wife and he's super pissed off at himself. And he's like, I just freaked out on Lavinia. I'm not going to be winning any dad of the year awards. Uh, And then he goes into the shower again, water. I'm like, oh, this cannot be good. So he looks down the drain and there's this like I don't know. It's a disc, like a jelly disc or something. Yeah, in at the first, drain. it looks like a stopper to the drain with some hair, and then and then he picks it up, and it's this gelatinous muck. It wraps like tentacle legs around his hand. He screams. He throws it down. He's like, Ehh! he's like washing his hands off, uh, and he gets out of the shower, and he's like, I still smell something. Uh, and then again, you know, it smells like the cancer ward where my father was dying. Oh, you know, you know, the cancer so ward, you know anything about cancer. And he's like being a dick to his wife. Oh, and, so mean in oh front of the God. kid. It's awful. Kids uh, upset about grandpa. Appeared. Yeah, he's upsetting everybody. Uh, so he's acting like a dick. And then he, but he's snapping in and out of it. But the wife just wants to get online because she has a bunch of work to do. Uh, and she sees all these weird mushrooms growing out of the ground Mm -hmm. uh nick cage's tomatoes big ass tomatoes are growing up huge and they're a month early yeah and i guess in the book so all this stuff starts coming up early and the farmer gardener's so excited by this that he he orders like extra barrels to like hold all the the stuff like he's like this is gonna be quite the bounty and then it it's in, in book two, it's just such a putrid taste that even one small bite disgusts you. So, so the, our, our wife's upstairs. She's working. The Internet's crapping out because he didn't fix the dish. Uh, she comes down. She is screaming. She's screaming about the Internet. He's looking at his dope ass tomatoes, bites them, spits it in the sink, picks up another one, bites it spits it in the sink he's throwing tomatoes in the trash she's like fix the internet he's throwing more tomatoes <laughs> in the trash the shit is hitting the fan uh she's like i need to go have a sit down get i just fix the dish so then uh our dad sits down he has himself a drink uh and then we see his arm it is all crusty and he's itching in a little bit when he's picking this stuff and then we see his arms crusty but when he sits down he fixes himself a drink and in the ice cubes there's a nice zoom in of that color in the ice cubes i didn't even notice so i he dips his finger into the water and rubs it on his dry crusty arm which is gross i feel like every guy has done that like oh this will be fine i'll just yeah just put some liquor on it this will be okay. Uh, but the TV's blinking pink in this purple color as dad's watching it. Jack Jack hears his whistling. He leaves the bed, and then we see the shot of again the house looks like Evil Dead. Mm. 
Speaking of which, then we cut to Lavinia, who is in her room packing her shit, getting, I got to get out of here. I got to get out of here. Packing her shit to leave, and she picks up the Necronomicon. Yeah. She starts looking through it. We go back to dad. He's passed out. There's TV static. But there's like something in the static, and it's Mm -hmm. grabbing Jack's attention. Outside, the sky is turning purple. The grass is turning pink. Lavinia's in her room. She's doing her seance. Help me. Protect me. Cuts herself. Drips blood on the page. And if there's anything I've learned from the evil dead and Necronomicon, (laughs) you do not do any of the things she's doing. No. She did them all wrong. Where did she learn this from? I I mean, they say it's a town. It's a witch town. What else are they going to do out there? They're in the life in the sticks. So our brothers hear a noise in the barn. Our wife's looking for her husband for Nick Cage. The brothers open the barn door and they hear this awful noise. And we get a glimpse of this deformed looking dog creature. But it's only a quick glimpse. We don't see in full what it is they see yet. Yeah, we're about to head in full. It's a, yeah, full blown shit has hit the fan territory because a bright pink light begins to emanate from our dog creature and shoots out towards Jack Jack mm-hmm. and mom grabs him, And these mother effers fuse together in mm. the bright pink light, just like the thing. Yeah. She goes to save and shelter and we get this awful and moment and, this this movie goes up a notch every once in a while. It's the milking of the alpacas, which I feel like we should that should be a phrase when a movie's about to get crazy. It's the milking, the milking of the, of alpaca. the alpacas. Okay, but and then this this when this happens, even their reaction to it is weird. Like it's awful. The 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 very thing the mom and and her son are just molded so together jack is coming out of mom's back awful and that it, was a lot of practice there were a lot of practical effects in this movie and they did that and and, and in the on the dvd they have some behind the scenes stuff like shots with that and and filming them together on, on the couch and just hideous absolutely hideous gross is what i have here in my notes gross uh and if that's not bad enough lavinia comes down she's covered in blood because she just carved the shit out of herself upstairs and and i i messed up because she carved something into her hand we i couldn't read it i tried to read it multiple times do you know what it says i don't yeah so there's my first gnarly bit i do not have if anyone knows it they can email us at in madnesspod at gmail.com and let us know what it says. I'd love to know. I, f- I, f- I feel like it's not something random. I'm sh- yeah, I'm sure it has a purpose. Everything in here has a purpose. Uh, so she's covered in blood and there. She sees mom and Jack Jack fused together on the couch. Nick Cage can't start the car. He's freaking out. That's like, an amazing freak out. That, that's me, that's me and, at work every day. Is When the mic doesn't work. Yeah, when any yeah, when anything doesn't work. Um, he gets out and it's daylight, but is it day? Is it night? 
what do we know? I, I, and that's the thing. Like, I love how this plays with your brain. Uh, and he sees this beautiful portrait-esque painting in front of him. The entire landscape. It's shining. It's glowing. It's colorful. Uh, and the kids are on the couch. They're sitting there talking to mom and poor Jack-Jack. Oh. And they're like, the meteor did this. The meteor did all of this. It changes matter and time, like approaching a black hole. How long has it been? Just like the lighthouse. How long have we been on this rock? No uh, idea. They're trapped. Uh, the light is shining on the fused bodies. And they're screaming. We got to bring them upstairs to a spot where they're out of the light. Right? Right? Yeah. They go yeah. upstairs to the attic with the triangle window. And it's still light. <laughs> so what is going on? And and in the book, he, um, the wife gets ill, starts to go mad. And then he does put her up in the attic. But the other son, because there's three boys in there, starts to kind of go crazy as well. And he's put in another room across the hall. And they say that the two of them were they believed to be communicating to each other in another language across the hall. So in the movie, we have very thing fused together, but in the book, they're both there. And then eventually the mom stops speaking altogether and only runs around on all fours in the book. Which she does at some point. In yes. This, which is another practical effect that I love. I think that's a practical effect. It absolutely is a practical effect. Uh, so we hear whistling, we hear screaming. Benny's like, Something's happening to the alpacas. Oh. Nick grabs a shotgun, goes to the barn, and we got our thing dog thing. This, this thing is amazing. It's a multi-headed. It looks like King Ghidorah from Godzilla, which is the first thing I thought of. It's like a. It's melted together. It's got many heads. And they built it, so it's a practical effect. But then they also did a small version of it, kind of with wire effects and doing that too so that they combine that up i'm sure there's some cgi in there as well but this is they make no bones about it anything you read about the movie they're not trying to pass this off as they came up with this idea this is supposed to be the thing um there's a lot of tribute to it yes definitely uh, uh, Nick Cage, he blows all the alpacas away. Blood everywhere. Blood all over Nick Cage's face. Bye-bye, alpacas. They're done. Uh, he comes upstairs to fused mom and Jack-Jack. Go downstairs. What are you going to do? Mm. Handle it. Like you handled the alpacas? <laughs> say bye to mom. So Cage says bye. He's going to say bye. He puts the gun to her head. And then instead... Gives her a big fat kiss and all this goop. Oh, this like purpley slime is transferring be between the two of them. And then he feels bad. We're gonna go. I'm gonna go get help. We're gonna we're gonna go take that big trip. I'm gonna leave you here, and I'm I'm gonna go get us help because family sticks together. Literally, uh, family sticks together. Uh huh. <laughs> Look at that beautiful point. Wow, I didn't even think of that. Uh, then we got Ward. He's at the mayor's office, okay? And we hear the mayor in the other room screaming about water contamination. 
did not pick that up the first couple times. Yes, and he, he there's a longer version of the scene where he goes in and talks to her, and it's clear that they just don't want to hear. They want him there to just pass things along and say it's going to be good because they've got to do this reservoir. This Maybe this was one of her campaign promises or something. But they, no matter what, the shady mayor has to make this happen. They got a hell of a problem on their hands with this meteor that fell out of the sky. Ward walks out and he sees the sheriff. And they're looking at this friggin' thing. They got this thing in the back of this dude's truck. And it's all chewed up. And he's like, I don't know what it is. There's burnt up animals and birds and rabbits. And once again, hey, Mr. Hydrolog... How do you say Hydrologist. Hydrologist, I can't say it. Can you help us? Like, you know some science. Look Can at these burnt up animals. Look at this hideous thing. It, it turns and out it, he, he does know. Yeah, he does. He they're, he they're answers all the burns, yeah. And 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 in the book, there's they have a few dogs and a few cats, and this is and a few other pets. I think are there maybe just cats and dogs in there, but this kind of feels like a little bit of a nod to that too, because we've got a lot going on in this grouping here. So maybe you can explain this part to me because it doesn't really go explained either. It zooms into him looking into this burnt pile of animals, and there's a small pearl. Yeah, I have no idea. What, what the hell is it? What the hell is it even? I that I couldn't find. That I was researching other sources, just trying to find it. No idea. Okay. Somebody knows it's making things knows. even weirder. I love it. It means something. Yeah. Absolutely means something. So the kids are stealing the horse because they got to get the hell out of there. Uh, they want to leave, but it's night. Or is it? Who knows? What do we know? What do we as the audience know? What do they know? Yeah. It may be night. It may be morning. Uh, I dig that you cannot believe what you see in this movie. It's incredible. Uh, they they they're hiding. They're they're being a freak out. They're running away. Uh, now that now, so yeah, the, the comet freaks out. Comet freaks out. Yeah, the, comet's the, got a little purple sheen in the eye, and comet, the normally awesome horse, decides, I'm done. Yeah, I'm runs done. the hell away, and now they got to walk. Uh, but before they go, our brother Benny hears Sam, the dog, crying. And he looks in the well, and he sees something in the well. Oh, such a bad plan, Benny. Such a bad plan. Benny's like, we got to go get the dog. I'm going in the well. <laughs> so he's going down there. Smells like something died down here. And then, boom, the bottom of the well starts glowing pink, cracks open, sucks up Benny and then right before it gets him you see him put on granddad's old glasses that he found to yeah. block the light in his face and when we have this moment and a lot of these other big moments in it we we hear the music come in and there's the light basking on everything and it's just insane insane yeah. he gets sucked up into the light and it's bye bye Benny uh, another reference made to him later that's one of my favorite lines in the movie <laughs> um nick cage snatches up lavinia after benny just got sucked into the well talking like his dad talking like a dick uh she's very sorry i'll do whatever you want i'll, I'll clean up my language uh he, and then he like nick cage he's snapping back and forth he's he's nathan he's regular dad and then he's like his dad and he's just being a dick and then he uh, decides to do the most disgusting thing in the entire movie what, what's he gonna do Feed your mother and throws her in the room where he left mom and locks the door with a pass. So she's mom's supposed to eat her. 
right? Is that think? is that the point? Is that what he's doing? He's actually feeding her to mother. I'm thinking could be. I mean, it looked like that was about to happen. He didn't send her in with a plate of sandwiches. They feed your mom. <laughs> he did not. I did. Yeah, that's a good point. Also, uh, just... then, we, then we got the shot of Ward. He's driving with the sheriff, and yeah. then here comes Lavinia's horse Comet that ran away. Uh, and then we oh. got Nick pouring himself a drink again, and he's talking and he's pouring a drink and talking to someone on the couch as if someone is there, but there is no one there. He is fully tripping the hell out. Right. And that's in the in the story too. the Lovecraft story is that people get there and they ask where the family is and we get to it in, in here and in and in the book. The, the guy's name is not Nathan. It's Nam. And he says, oh, they're all they're right here. My family's all, all right here. Um, and then in this scene, he's got the TV on and it's flashing signals. Right. Well, this has this is a Marlon Brando movie on there. Oh, with this drinking the shots or whatever. Yeah, yeah. and that's uh, One Eyed Jacks is a film from 1961, and that would be a nod to the ill-fated island of Doctor Moreau, which Brando was in, and kind of insanity ensued on the filming of that movie. So that's there as well. Uh, and then we cut to Lavinia in the room, and here comes Mom crawling out of the corner on like eight legs, looking like a spider or something. Yeah. And just jumps on her and goes, Lavinia. Yeah. And then we got Ward and the sheriff banging on the door. And here comes dad, Nick Cage, all to- all sorts of messed up. He's scratching his arm. Yeah. We got mom hovering over Lavinia in the attic. And then Ward's like, where's your wife? Like you just said. What do you mean? She's right here. And mm. there's no one, no one there. Everyone, everyone's here. Except Benny. Benny lives in the well now. Amazing. <sighs> Which? Oh my God! That's have, in the book. The I kids, the boys. I oh, goosebumps. goosebumps! I see him. That's in the book. It's it's another son, but he's and they say in the book that he lives in the well now too. It's not Benny, but it has a different name. But yeah, that's. So the sheriff kicks the door open, and then we got mom screaming there. And then mom looks up and boom, her head gets blown off. And then we have the second blood splatter all over a child's face in this movie because Lavinia is on the floor under her mom. But bait and switch, not the sheriff. Wasn't the sheriff. Nick Cage comes and saves the day and then puts the gun to, uh, I guess, Jack's head. Yes. Pulls the trigger and goes, (laughs) they're not my family and just walks away. Yeah. Yeah, unbelievable little, little laughter he's got kind of purple stuff coming up around his face and he's rotting and everybody and and this would be the worst sheriff ever the sheriff so this is another weird part where again i don't you don't know what you see you don't believe what you see maybe they don't believe what they see a pink light starts shooting out as well and nick cage lifts the gun the shotgun to shoot the light but ward is in front of the light yeah and the sheriff is behind nick cage and sees him pointing the gun at the light or thinks he's pointing it at ward and then the sheriff pulls the trigger and shoots nick cage the sheriff acts now he was totally unreactionary to nick cage just moments ago shooting this half mom child spider creature monster and then just 
reacts there. Uh, he wants to leave. Uh, they're, 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 they've had it. Nick Cage is dead. Nick Cage is dead. We've lost our dad. He's gone. Uh, poor Nick Cage. Rest in peace, Nick Cage. Or or it, or is he? Is poor he Nathan. just headed into space after this? Yeah, to become color out of space. Who knows? Uh, the sheriff wants to leave, but Lavinia's like, that thing will not let us leave. No. Uh, Lavinia will also not leave this entire movie. All she's wanted to do is get the hell out of the middle of nowhere. Uh, but now when Ward tries to take her away from her dead dad, she's like, I will not leave. I live here now. Uh, so Ward and the sheriff go check on Ezra. Okay. And we hear Ezra's voice coming out of his shack. It came down in the rocks. It lives in the well. It grew down there, poisoning everything changing everything into something like the world it came from very thing-esque very thing and the recording very evil dead yes because it's slowing down it's going normal yeah. it's shifting yes ezra is in this chair and he's dead sort of he looks like he's just dried up yeah, I feel like he, his forehead is pulsating with that color. It's glowing, I, yeah. I feel like he's become part of this entity or entities as well. Well, he was drinking that water like it was no damn thing. So, yeah, he had it coming. Um, And his forehead collapses in. This pink light starts shooting out of it. So Ward and the sheriff run outside. Sheriff gets snatched up by a tree. His shotgun shoots as he drops it. Uh, Ward runs away. He grabs a shotgun, uh, and then he runs into Lavinia, who's standing at the well. She turns around, and her eyes are glowing. Her skull, her forehead, just like Ezra, is glowing. And when she looks at Ward in his eyes, his eyes start glowing, and a light blasts out of her head, and then we get this trippy-ass visual scene. What is this scene we see? Is this where it came from? Yeah, I, I don't know. This is almost everybody's sort of vision of what a Lovecraftian, you know, other world is. And all these twisty tentacles. And, it's like worms, like and spike worms. worms. And, and is this where they're from? Is this, you know? It's it's amazing and it, it's very this movie, although it's weird and it has practical effects, it's very grounded in a lot of ways. We're just on this farm and it mostly happens there. This the first time you see this, you're like, What what just happened? Where how did we get here? Are we just gonna be here now? It, it's yeah, and I've paused it a lot and kind of tried to see if I could dig in to see if there was anything specific in there but i think it's just a really awesome artistic vision of this planet this region that this color i, I think has probably come from or hopes to take you to because she's been looking the entire time lavinia for something in her life she doesn't like where she's at there on the farm She's gone through stuff with her mom being sick. She's always searching and searching and searching. And, you know, maybe this vision is pure in her soul to her because she what, what, what happens after we see that vision? So uh, 
you know, we see this, it's this big, it's all these worms. And then you see this big ass mountain. And at the top of the mountain, there's this symbol. It's like, I don't know what it is. It's like a diamond kind of yes, thing, but not really in her forehead on Lavinia's forehead. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Ward falls into the grass. The grass starts growing around him. Uh, and this light comes out of the well. It's like a pink tornado black hole sort of thing. But Lavinia seems to be harnessing it. She seems into it and ready to go for the this ride. I just thought of this. We saw two big triangles in this movie up in the attic and in her hair clip. And you, if you put them together, that would actually make that diamond. Oh, son of a bitch. It would, shape. wouldn't it? Wow. Yeah. And I don't know if that's on purpose or not, but, Maybe. I, but I just thought of that just now. But I don't know. She seems to be controlling the tornado. I'm just saying. She just does. Saying. And she seems really into it. Or this... Lovecraft would do a lot in his stories of stuff that's incomprehensible to people and your your meager human brains just cannot can't understand this and it'll blow your mind which and is that's what what's happening right board explains at the very end of this movie which we are getting to in a mere matter of minutes this tornado this black hole this pink thing coming out of the well into the sky and Lavinia fades away into ash Ward begins warping like his face, like a mushroom trip. Like you get the trails and stuff. This is what's happening with Ward. He's struggling to move. Everything's glowing pink. Uh, He goes in the house. He sees Nick Cage on the couch. These things, these worms are growing inside of his face. His eyes are glazed over. And then we see the whole family on the couch. They're all there. Very Krampus-esque. All of the movies we have reviewed have had to a piece in this movie, I feel. Huh. Uh, and yeah, the whole family is on the couch. Uh, and then our dad, Nick Cage, starts lumbering towards war. They start fighting. And when they're, when he's lumbering, there's this movement coming off of him, mist or could look like they were underwater too. This, this weirdness that just plays with what is even real. Is the physical matter of their bodies real? Is what in their brains real? Is what the color is bringing you real? We don't know. Does Are we getting something that's so deep that physical bodies don't even matter at all? Super trippy. Everything about this movie is fucking insane. Uh, and Nick Cage, he's sl- so, so Ward goes down to the basement to protect himself. They got a little wine cellar down there. And Nick Cage just slamming on the door. Slam, slam, slam. He can't get in. He can't get in. We get this high tension moment. Everything is, is escalating and rising. The, the, the sound, the music, the lights crescendoing. And then all the wine bottles in the cellar explode. This mm-hmm. light shoots out of the well to silence. And I Calm. felt like we saw that wine when he went down in the wine cellar in the beginning of the movie. It, it was kind of there for a little bit. So you... F- I felt like you might see that wine cellar. I, yeah, I didn't get the point because he's down there. And I'm like, what's down here that's that I need to know about? And then even when he leaves the wine cellar in the beginning, the camera stays there for an extra six or seven seconds. It's very odd. But all the wine bottles explode. But that liquid is not contaminated. No, because that was pure, I guess, unless it just maybe it got through the glass. Who the hell knows with this with this meteor and what is done to this place? Uh, But then we have the blank. It's all of a sudden we get this big crescendo into blank Mm -hmm. on the screen. 
and the focus comes back and there are skeletons everywhere. This place has been torched. Right. And in the book, they call this area the Blasted Heath, which I think is also a metal band. Ah. Um, and it's a reference to in a Shakespeare story, but it's, you know, it's where nothing grows. And Lovecraft even drew a picture of this in a letter to a friend. He was a very prolific letter writer. And in 1934, he wrote a letter to his friend and drew a picture of what he thought the blasted Heath. We could put that up on our socials, uh, the Lovecraft picture of that. Um, but yeah, it's like the atomic bomb is dropped in that, so, in that area. And then out crawls Ward from this blast. He's dazed. He's confused. He finds Lavinia's compass. It's all dusty. Uh, we see the well. Still, there's like smoke. And we get this aerial shot, okay? Where it's just going up and up and up. And everything in this spot, it's white, it's burnt, it's ash, it's gone. All keeps going up and up and up and up and up. And then all of a sudden, we start seeing green of forest. Mm-hmm. And like you see this whole round radius circumference of this area has been like blasted with like a black hole from space. It's incredible. Uh, so Ward, so then we cut, then we cut to Ward. He's standing on this dam and he says, I hope the dam waters that cover this place will be very deep, but even then I'll never drink it. Cuts to Ward. He's on the dam. There's water behind the dam. There's the stream on the other side, the sun setting. And then like you were saying, how we can't comprehend with our mind ward says only a few of us remember the strange days now what touched this place cannot be understood by human science and he opens up the compass and it seems to be flippy 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 twisting out of control i don't know (laughs) if you noticed that or not yes yes it's kind of freaky um it was color out of space a messenger from realms whose existence stuns the brain and numbs with the gulfs that it throws open before our frenzied eyes. Mm. He throws his joint in the water. He walks away. We get this beautiful shot of our pink sky. Our praying mantis butterfly flies by. Yep. So he's still around. Yep. Call her out of space. Fade to black. The end. I am stoned on my couch, standing in my living room, <laughs> doing a round of applause. I went from, okay, I went from not knowing if I saw this movie to knowing that I saw this movie and not knowing if I like this movie to rewatching it for this and still not really knowing if I like this movie uh-huh. and then really dove into it for the time that I got all these notes in and fell in love with this movie. And now this is one of my favorite movies. So oh, that's amazing. I love to hear that. I'm, I'm glad it warped. That. It definitely warped from, cause I understood it. Finally, I understood to pay attention to the water and to the little things and him covering his mouth when it rains and like the alpaca drinking the water, all these quick things that the, 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 the strands coming out of the water faucet, like all these things that happen that you don't even pay attention to until the rewatchability is awesome. Yes. This movie delivers again and again, as you, as you watch it, I'm glad you had, cause I I got nervous. I was like, this is my, I want to make you nervous. And if this, 
this doesn't go right. This is going to be an hour and a half of Sean yelling at me about how much he hates this. We're going to have movies movie. I hate. We're going to have and, movies I hate. But I love it. You know movie. what I was thinking just now is, is so who who made out, though, after all this? Like, they cleared that. That family gets cleared, and they get that reservoir going. Oh, yeah, the mayor. And it's bigger than ever. Yeah. I, it's funny because you see the water, and it's flowing with the dam. But, like, you see this purple, pinkish tint yeah. to it for a second and 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 lavinia do you think lavinia is alive and by alive i mean her her soul her essence whatever still exists in she when she was doing the color? necronomicon thing i do believe the necronomicon thing was the reason that the mom and brother fused together mm -hmm. um but i also feel when she was like protect me make sure that i'm okay i feel like that when she flaked away into dust that was her like becoming one and she gets to be with again krampus style where she gets to yeah be with nick cage who got shot and her mother and her brothers who got warped and benny who lives in the well now so would we be okay if they panned out and they were just in a big snow globe with purple i don't want i don't want all that i don't want i like the ending i like i like ward just being like Ward was kind of a dork in the beginning, and at the end of this, he's smoking a joint. And he's like, "I'll never drink this." And he's water. older when they show him. He's got mm -hmm. gray and some it's gray years. Yeah, and a while has passed. Yeah, a little or not. I don't know. Who knows? Know it affected we're, him. It mm -hmm. aged him. Like we're we're kind of phenomenal movie. How much time has passed? But there was, uh, but I wrote down the ring. All right, there was the ring because of the well. I got mm -hmm. I got the ring vibes. The thing. How can you not get the thing vibes from this movie? Evil Dead, the shot, the long shots of the house, right. the slow recording, like you mentioned, the Necronomicon, uh, Shining, because Nick Cage, the dad, losing his mind on his family, uh, Poltergeist with the flashing in the in the television. There's so, there's so much. There's the so fog, much. The, the fog, the mist. Yeah, it's got a lot of that. Phenomenal Ab movie. Uh, Absolutely. Again, not a so. Does that mean I get to pick? I, I'll I'll get to pick another one. Because I didn't fail on my first. Yeah, one. yeah. So does this? The, did you get all of your gnarly bits in? I did. I, I would have to say because you've asked about vinyl. I there is a a label that I collect uh, Lovecraft vinyl from and other horror stuff called Cadabra Records. This awesome label, and I am missing the color out of space because it sold out and I didn't get it and w eagerly waiting for a repress. But it's basically somebody reading that story on vinyl with this amazing packaging and stuff like that. So cadaver records, if you're in the Lovecraft stuff, we will get into more Lovecraft as we go along. Obviously the podcast is called in madness. So we will get there on, on other things. Um, I did read this story again, cause it's short twice. And then I listened to the audiobook as well. And, did watch the movie i know you always get a kick out of it but did watch it like i think three and a half times four times i blasted through this four times which yeah. is the most i've watched any movie for any, well i mean all the other movies we've done i've seen a million times like with this it was really fresh mm -hmm. i really enjoyed it i went in skeptical because i love nick cage at times sometimes nick cage does it for me sometimes nick cage does not do it for me uh, but this movie, the way it's done, again, the way that every second matters, the way that every time you watch it, you'll find something new, you'll discover something new. I loved every second of it. Every awesome. second of it. And, and this has been great. I hope everyone, this is our longest 
episode? Eh, maybe. I got to do a little editing. We'll see. But <laughs> do you remember <laughs> what we said our next episode was going to be? Are you gonna you gonna tease it? I can give a little hint. Do you remember? I don't know if you remember. Yeah, I remember. we did it a while ago. Uh, it 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 it's it's a fairly new movie. Super new. Um, it's one of my favorite movies of 2022. Uh, and that's all I'll say. That's all I'll that's say. That's it. That's the usually you tell the like. The- I just say say the whole thing. It's a. It used to be the name of a wrestler. Uh, it starts with the B. There's no Conan in it? No, no, there's no Conan in it. There it is. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. We gave Uh, it away. Yeah. So Uh, how can you uh, reach out to us? At In Madness Pod on all the socials. That should do it. Absolutely. And I'm Vertebrae33. You can catch me on my socials with that and my web store. We will have In Madness merch. I promise got some ideas cooking for that so we will have some in madness merch soon enough and i i just this was awesome and i thank everyone who's been listening to us it's been great and we appreciate it and send any suggestions in for movies we'd love to hear it or if you have some theories about color out of space or you can tell us something we missed what she carved into her hand we'd love to know uh thanks a lot yeah, well, this was great. And if you're listening, please don't forget to take a picture, post it, uh, tag us at In Madness Pod, at Sean the Butcher, at Vertebrae 33. This was a phenomenal movie. This was a great episode. Thank you for listening. Vertebrae, thank you for hanging out with me and talking about all these weird ass movies. I'm looking very much forward to episode 666 of In Madness Pod. Thanks. Take it easy, everybody.